0: Welcome to our first NSB podcast on pain and trust. I'm Paul Sanders, and with me today is Patrick Yates, my supervising counselor. Pain can either destroy and cripple your trust, or pain can amplify and accentuate your trust. Well, first of all, I I, I want to know just your reaction. What do you think of that concept?
1: Well, that makes sense to me. You certainly... um can end up uh angry bitter about the pain um or you can deepen your trust in god by um holding on to him more and more uh trusting him more because um he is the comforter i mean the Holy spirit uh is is um given to us by jesus as the comforter um So if I look to him for comfort, um, then the pain is driving me to God and um, I'm holding more and more onto him. I think people who experience pain probably are are uh, experience more of that than most of us do because they they're driven to it. Uh, Now, I can see how someone would say uh, that that's so cruel of god and that that's the type of person where it's crippling and destroying you know like why why would god put me through this but yeah. at the same time you could also uh result in you crying out to him um and then deepening your your faith and trust in him to be your comforter
0: right and and i i, I was reading um something by Kerry Newhoff, and he said, um, in his experience, um, older people get, get more set in their personality as they, get, as they, as they grow older, and, 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 and he notices that they either become bitter and uh, drawing in, into themselves, or they become outgoing and kind and gentle, and it's like there's no in-between, and I think I qualify as an older person because I'm 73 going on 74. And I noticed that has happening to me. I noticed that um, in September, after I broke my last four vertebrae, and the doctor said to me that he wasn't going to do anything for me, he wasn't going to do any more kyphoplasty. So I have a total of seven broken vertebrae, um, as you know. Then the pain got fairly got acute and got it was, it was, it was definitely chronic. It had been chronic since about July, but it really was, it was, 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 was really hurting me. And I, um, I was, I, I didn't know what to do because I didn't have any, any experience with this. I didn't have any experience with how to, how to cope with the pain. I never had this kind of pain before. I never had chronic pain before. So, uh, and I was, I was, um, I had been fighting my doctor all the way along. And ever since I came to, went to see him in August, I didn't want to go for an x-rays. Well, it turned out when I went to the x-rays, I had broken vertebrae. And then uh, I decided I'd go along with the recommendation for kyphoplasties. And now the kyphoplasties uh, that they, they took, but th- that's three vertebrae that were fixed, but then the other four broke. And now I had seven vertebrae that were healing. Uh, with all the pain that went with it. So I stopped stopped, uh, exercising. I stopped um, drinking water because I didn't want to get up in the bathroom, get up because it hurt so much to get up and down. Um, I ended up in his office about uh, a month later, And I was really hurting. I mean, I really, really was hurting. And I I needed help in going to the bathroom. And uh, so while we we were working that through, he said to me, uh, you know, you really ought to take this Prolia shot. Prolia is a biologic which helps the calcium from leaking. And he said, if you don't, then you're going to keep breaking stuff. And uh, you, you really need to do this. And I said, well, I said... But there's side effects. In fact, there's three pages of side effects on the internet. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> and he said to me, he said, "Well, quit reading the, the stuff." He said, "Those only apply to one or two percent of people, and and uh, the rest of people do fine." And I said, "So you're telling me that I won't get any side effects?" He I, "I always get the side effects. If it's one or two percent, I always, I'm always falling on one And he said to me, and he said, well, you're making me out to be God. I can't tell whether you're going to have side effects or not. (laughs) And I said to him very quickly, I said, well, I, I know God, and you're not God. I said, God sent me to you, and I have a choice. I can either listen to you and do what you as an expert shall tell me to do, or I cannot do it. So we're going to do it. And his jaw dropped, and my wife's jaw dropped even further. And as I told him later, I said, at that moment, I realized that what I had been doing is trying to control the situation myself, and I wasn't trusting God. I had, I was trying to trust myself, which wasn't working, of course. And, uh, and I was getting bitter, and I was getting uh, combative, and I didn't trust him. And, and, and when I said to him, we're going to go do it, all of a sudden, the dam broke for me. And uh, and after about a, a, a couple of, of weeks, I, um, I, was, I hadn't been going to church because when I was going to church, I would sit there, I was, I was running the greeting team, and I would sit out trying to run the greeting team by sitting on a chair, and I knew my face didn't look good. I knew my face was drawn in pain and I knew that I wasn't smiling and being cheerful so I thought well I, there's no reason for me to show up to church as part of a greeter when I look look like uh, I don't want to be there but after a couple of weeks I uh I said to myself well you're going 3 times a week to uh physical therapy and driving by the church so you can go to church once a week so um I decided I was going to go to church and at the same time I decided that I was going to, uh, not run the greeting team anymore. I was going to ask four people to take over for me one every each Sunday of the month. And lo and behold, they all said they would. I was, I was totally shocked. <laughs> I've, not had that kind of, I've not had that kind of response for a long time. And on and on it went when I, when I needed help, people would help me. And, um, And when I came to church, I said to people, they would ask me how it was going. And I decided I was not going to reply to them and tell them, well, what was my standard reply? Well, you know, we're we're working on it or, um, you know, it still hurts or whatever. Uh, I said, it's a good day. And people would look at me and they they knew I was hurting. And I said, yeah, it's a good day. I said, and they they said, well, yeah, you know, it's, it's a good day. But how are you doing? I said, it's a good day. I said, you uh, you know that it says in Romans eight twenty eight, all things work together for good to those who love God, and later on in the passage it says, nothing can separate us from him uh, from from Christ, uh, tribulations, famine, distress, nakedness, nothing can separate us from the love of God. So obviously, when he said all things work together for good, he wasn't saying that we wouldn't experience pain. In fact. Paul, the apostle who was writing this, had been had experienced a lot of pain, yeah, and he still was writing. All things work together for good. Yeah,
1: it says in James one, count it all joy when you suffer various trials.
0: Yeah, right? and that's a, a, a non sequitur, right? How do you how do you have joy when you're hurting?
1: Well, th- your story is a good example of it, right? Like <laughs> you you're trying to. Um, 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 think uh, overcome so so let's put it this way in your body you're feeling some significant pain but in your spirit right the soul influenced by the spirit says yes but this is this is temporary condition my eternal life is secure in Jesus i am going to um uh, not give in to the body and the pain that i feel Uh, and let that overwhelm me i'm going to be overwhelmed by the spirit who says count it all joy when you face various trials um, and try to um, have a joyful attitude about it Um, the the pain in the body is no small thing as you know very well i mean it it can be overwhelming and and drive you down but you had made a decision so that's in your soul you made a decision i am going to Yield to the spirit in this and, and thank God and be in joy, even though I have pain
0: in my body. Right. So my prayer has been, since I made a decision every morning, I say, thank you, God, for helping me cope with the pain. Thank for you helping for me getting better, because I am getting better, I, I feel. And help me to cope with the pain today. And I think that's a legitimate prayer. When we when we um, when we ask God for help, it's exactly what He wants us to do. In fact, I hope think the whole Christian journey is one of of of, of, of we can look at stepping stones where we decided to ask God for help.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When we're when we open ourselves to His influence, <clears throat> um, rather than say, uh, which I think what you said earlier was that you spent a lot of your life saying, okay, let, I'll do it this way, right? And then what pain made you do was to say, wait, my way's not working. Um, I've got to open myself to somebody else's idea.
0: Right. So we go, we, we, we go along for the next couple of months, and I'm going to physical therapy, and it's, it's helping me, uh, but it's not helping me. I'm not able to do everything they want me to do, and um, they're about ready to discharge me because they felt they couldn't get me to do anything more, I guess. <laughs> so this gal said uh, on, on on New Year's Eve, which was the beginning of, of another month of therapy, I wanted to, I mean, I, I didn't want to quit. Um, she said to me, I want to take over your case because I'm an expert in osteoporosis, and they're having you do things that aren't good for you, which I felt they were doing, and I, I didn't know how to explain to them that I didn't think they were right. And, but she said, "What you're going to have to do is trust me." And I looked at her. She said, "Yeah, you're going to have to trust me. I'm an expert in this. I've, I you know, I know what I'm talking about, and I know what what's good for you, and it's going to hurt." When I, when I ask you to do things, but you're going to have to trust me, you're going to get better. And I think that's a metaphor for God. You know, he, he says to you, I know you're going to have to go through this, and I know it's not even going to go hurt, but that's what Jesus said. He said, in this world, he said to the disciples, just as before he went to the cross, he said, in this world you'll have trouble, but take heart or be of good courage, depending on the translation, I have overcome the world. So God says to me, said to me through her, You've got to go through some pain and you're going to have to trust her. And so she got me on my back and I hurt like the Dickens. And then all, and, but the thing that she did that was different is that she figured out how to get me to lie flat on my back and, and adjust everything and, you know, putting stuff under my head, under my legs. And all of a sudden the pain lessened. And I realized I could trust her. I decided to trust her and then the pain lessened and I decided I realized that I experienced the the, the the result of trusting her. And 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 I still am doing all her exercises. It still hurts like the dickens and I still hurt during the day, but I'm I where I was bent over like a you know like a fishing hook, I'm now straightening up a little bit more. And able to stand taller and straighter, and so I'm working on that, and that my pain has lessened significantly, um, or at least it isn't constant nagging pain. Let's put it that way.
1: There's the journey, right? There's there's the influence in in the relationship as you, as you as you try to sort this out, and you realize you've come to the end of your rope. You can't. There's nothing more that you can do. You let go, and um, and uh, allow someone else to, um, have control, which is really not, uh, you know, in your personality, at least up to that time. Right. right but, you and know, it's a beautiful it, metaphor for God. Uh, you know, I, I, it's a, it's a humbling experience and, um, humility is a, is a, um, uh, one of the, main qualities that jesus displays by being the god of the universe humbling himself coming down and then asking us humble yourself you're not all you're not all you think you are um and humble yourself um under the mighty hand of god you know that he might exalt you at the proper time casting all your cares upon him for he cares for you that's uh, first first peter i think five uh second peter five um so so um this kind of humility uh, was—it uh, sounds like from your story, one of the things that you learned, uh, one of the things God asked us to do. And through this, uh, through this doctor, who was confident of her skills. Huh, uh,
0: oh, she's a physical therapist. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. You—you uh, you learned this. It's—it's it's amazing how God works in our lives. He brings people in our lives, and he—he. Uh, 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 he, he, he plays out that that part of your story, um, but it's also this—it's also what he's asking for in our relationships with him.
0: Right. And and my other part of my prayer that I'd pray every morning was, Lord, uh, help me be a kinder, gentler person. And I, my my I realized with my relationship with my wife that. That it was, and she had to do a lot of the work and, 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 and I had to ask her to do a lot of things for me. And I had to, I said, sort of lift this, lift that. I wasn't supposed to lift anything for a while, um, uh, or lift very little. And, um, and she had to do the floor. She had to, you know, all the things that we, it was just, and, and it, it causes, there, there is, there's a, there's a, there's an opportunity for a, a lot of conflict in that and, um, I wanted, I wanted not to do that anymore. And I can say with assurance that he's helped me do that. Helped me k- keep my mouth shut. Helped me say a kinder thing. Helped me say thank you. Helped me be grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, when you do all that, you feel better, right? When you're, when yeah. you're fighting with someone, it gets worse. Yeah. The pain gets worse. Yeah.
1: So, so as Christians, really what we want is the influence of the Holy Spirit. In our lives, because as it says in Galatians five, that our um, uh, the, our behavior, our attitude changes as the uh, spirit influences us. So you experience a greater amount of self control, like in that relationship with your wife. You stop. Um, you you have self greater self control to stop yourself. You're kinder, gentler. Um, and those are the fruits of the holy spirit holy if the holy spirit has influence on us we have a greater ability to be kind or gentle or self-controlled it's a beautiful influence Um, the more we open ourselves to that influence and i think what you're saying in your story of of experiencing that pain um one of the um one of the one result of that is so I relied on God more, and one result of relying on God more is the the spirit has greater influence, and when the spirit spirit has greater influence, I have se- greater self-control I'm kinder, I'm gentler um it all begins to work um in the direction of godliness
0: right and and so now, with the pain, I have learned through through the help of the therapist and through the the help of God and, and the other th- the things I've been talking we've been talking about in terms of my, my relationships with people, I am beginning to learn when I experience pain, I know what I need to do next. That's what I was missing. I I couldn't figure out when I experienced pain wh- what I was doing wrong and what I was doing right. And so I needed somebody to come alongside me and say, well, this is what you're doing over here is wrong. I had to re- learn how to walk again. I had to learn how to breathe again. I had to learn how to <laughs> to a, a, a lift I had to learn how to get up out of bed I, I couldn't even get in out of bed properly uh, I had to learn a whole bunch of new things and I had to learn to get along with my wife you, you, and, and 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 so when I so now if I find myself getting upset I immediately apologize for instance I feel the pain immediately and I and I apologize when I when I'm hurting myself I realize oh, you're lifting wrong, or you're standing wrong, or you're not breathing right, or you're not. It's 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 like a, um, it's like, what pain is supposed to do. That's the good thing about pain, right? Pain is supposed to tell you, t- 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 now you're not doing the right thing. You need to go over here and do the right thing. I.e., don't touch the hot stove. Take your finger away from the hot stove.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think the book by Paul Brand. Um, and Philip Yancey talks about that. Um,
0: yes, it does. Yes, they do.
1: Can't remember the name of it, but that that is a, a good source on that topic. That uh, the the messages of pain and the process of pain uh, does does um, bring out. Uh, it could bring out the worst in people, but it could bring out the best as well.
0: Right. I think I think that I think the name, the name title of the book there's there's a, there's the word pain in there I'm not sure exactly what it says. Yeah. But it talks about pain being a good thing. And I believe Bran was a, was a missionary in India. I think he's the same guy. Yeah. Missionary I, doctor in India. He
1: worked with um, he worked with people who had I know um, leprosy.
0: Leprosy. Yeah. So his story is that when you get leprosy you can't feel it in your fingers so you stick you go down to reach for a pot and you don't feel anything, so you burn you burn your fingers off, you burn and that's where all the sores come from. Right.
1: Or you turn a key, you don't realize it's cutting into your finger. Uh, you you can yeah, you can uh yeah, you get an so, infection
0: and you don't feel it.
1: Right, right. Yeah. So so in other words, pain is something none none of us want, but it sends messages. Right. And and the message is what's the script, the way the scriptures handle that is this, the message that it's sending you is uh, is needed. So uh, don't despair, don't give up, uh, and turn to God. And send, essentially, count it all joy when you, var- when you experience various
0: trials. Because you have your Savior, you have a God who's in charge, who'll make all things work together for good.
1: Always, and- remembering, always remembering this is temporary um even if, if god help us even if it's for the rest of our lives um um and i wouldn't wish that on anyone but uh, but it's temporary
0: it is temporary
1: hold on to what's eternal which is god and his saving power um the comfort that he can give you hold on to that because that's eternal the pain that we experience in this life that's temporary
0: Yes, and there's a promise that when we get to heaven, there won't be any more pain. So that's what we look forward to.
1: Yeah. In your story, and hopefully a lot of people experience the same thing, there is some relief. You haven't had total relief of pain. I think we should say that. You haven't had total relief of pain. You have some relief, and you're grateful for that. Um, and let's hope, let's hope that's, uh, that's true for people, um, You know that, that they do experience the, some relief of their pain. That uh, that that, but in in that there's a gratitude uh, to God and and a shaping of ourselves, and I think that's the second part of that verse in in James. It talks about that because it's good for your shaping, for your discipline,
0: um, perseverance. So, yeah, 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 yeah. It it you it, uh, so the, again, uh, pain either has ability to cripple and destroy your trust. Or it has the ability to accentuate and amplify your trust. And when you trust, then you can go on and do what God wants you to do. Right. And he helps you overcome.
1: Yeah. There's another, ver- there's, there's another version of this. My, my church right now is uh, going through that 21-day Daniel fast. And I'm, and I'm doing that with them. And um, fasting in general is bringing about a certain kind of pain or craving. Uh, so that we can translate that craving into a craving for God. Yeah.
0: No, No, we, 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 we focus on God. And, and God promised Paul in 2 Corinthians 9, he said, uh, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. Right. And Paul said, therefore, I will boast more gladly of my weakness. And I will be content with hardships, persecutions, and calamities. Um so that's my prayer for myself and for as you said for people that are going through this that god will will show his power and his strength through his grace in, in all our lives all of our lives as we go through life together amen brother